The gospel reading this morning is from St. Mark chapter 2, verses 23 through 28, and chapter 3, verses 1 through 6, and can be found in the Pew Bible on page 1555. Glory to you, O Lord. Amen. One Sabbath, Jesus was going through the grain fields. And as his disciples walked along, they began to pick some heads of grain. Now the Pharisees said to him, Look, why are they doing what is unlawful on the Sabbath? And he answered, Have you never read what David did when he and his companions were hungry and in need? In the days of Abiathar, The high priest, he entered the house of God and ate the consecrated bread, which is lawful only, only for priests to eat. And he also gave some to his companions. And then he said to them, the Sabbath is made for man, not man for the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. Now another time, Jesus went into the synagogue and a man with a shriveled hand was there. Some of them were looking for a reason to accuse Jesus. So they watched him closely to see if he would heal on the Sabbath. And Jesus said to the man with the shriveled hand, stand up in front of everyone And then Jesus asked them, which is lawful on the Sabbath, to do good or to do evil? Deeply distressed, he looked around at them in anger. Their stubborn heart said to the man, excuse me, let me start over that. He looked around at them in anger. And deeply distressed at their stubborn hearts, he said to the man, stretch out your hand. And he stretched it out, and his hand was completely restored. Then the Pharisees went out and began to plot with the Herodians how they might kill Jesus. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. Will you pray with me? May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. That story that Jesus tells about David and his men going into the temple as they were hungry really must have rocked those Pharisees. They were looking for a way to usurp Jesus. They were looking for a way to catch him. And if you remember at the end, they partnered up with the Herodians. There's a case of the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Amazing what men will do to justify themselves or to to somehow uh, save their own bacon. 
Yeah, I just went there. But they were more uh, concerned about keeping their position in the temple as the leaders than they were of dispersing the gift that was given to them by God, his holy word. They were all about what's in it for me. They were all about Jesus is bad for business. And so they do conspire to overthrow, to impeach, if you will, Christ. They went so far as to take a single gift given to us by God and make it law. Here's a little lesson in in proper division between law and gospel. We read in Deuteronomy that the Sabbath is set aside, that you work six days and then you rest. God took a rest. This This is not law. It's a gift. It's good for you. But those Pharisees twist it, and they are looking for things to do. And Jesus, isn't, this isn't the first time he argues with them about it. Now, what would this look like in today's world? Did you know that every year in the United States that 2,626,418 people die Every year. That comes out to 6,775 people each day pass away. In fact, in the time that it takes me to deliver this sermon, well, actually, I'm not going to spend an hour here, but by the time we get out of this divine service, 282 people will have died. Well, why would you say that? Well, Most people in this country don't give a damn about that. In fact, some in this church right now might be more offended by the fact that I use that word than the concept and the reality that 280 two people will die in this hour and many of them don't know Christ. He said a bad word from the pulpit. And I apologize. But I wanted to get your attention. We are more concerned about the way we look and the way we speak and the the impression that we make on an outside world than than we are about sharing the truth sharing the gospel. As a people in this land that is broken, we don't care for our neighbor. Most don't. God's steadfast love. God's steadfast love. The word is hesed. God's steadfast love has said. It's difficult to translate in part because it's difficult for us to comprehend a love so great. 
His love, God's love, eclipses our frail human hearts. So the best way to describe this to you this morning is like this. Our love is like the morning dew that quickly evaporates. God's love is unyielding, tenacious, persistent. Who's chasing who? Our love is like a blooming flower that fades and dies. God's love is everlasting, and his mercies are new every morning. Our love is like the ocean waves that come and go. God's love is immovable, rock solid, and trustworthy. So what does it look like in these frail bodies of death that we walk around? And Paul says, who will save me, O wretched man that I am, from this body of death? And he says, thanks be to Jesus. So what does it look like when we, in these bodies of death, clothed in Christ, respond to his call, respond to the prompting of the Holy Spirit to go out in love and love our neighbor. What does it look like? Well, let me just tell you, yesterday, there was a wonderful gathering by our sister church, Victory Outreach. And there's a young man, many of you know, his name's Skyler, or he goes by Sky. What a joy. What a joy. Well, Sky comes up to me and he says, hey, pastor, can I talk to you a little bit? And I said, you bet. He says, we have just had this wonderful ministry that went out on midnight on Thursday. All throughout this nation, people from, or the ladies actually, from Victory Outreach, the ladies, went out at midnight and they were ministering to prostitutes, streetwalkers, the least of these. They went out to the streets where they were, and they engaged them, and they loved on them, and they invited them. They invited these daughters to come the following day to be served, to be loved. And so on the Friday, these ladies came. And what they found was a group with a servant heart, clothed in Christ, that said, sit down. Let me wash your hair. Sit down. Let me cut your hair. Sit down. Let me give you a mani and a petty. Yeah. Loving the least of these. And it didn't end there. The following day on Saturday, they invited these women back to hear the gospel, to feel the Sabbath rest that Jesus gives us, to love them where they're at. 
to hear the life-changing news, the gospel, Jesus. Jesus is the gospel. Jesus is our Sabbath rest. We need to share him and not put limits on him or on other people. Now hear this, please. God is love. His love for us is entirely undeserved. God loves us despite our rebellion and sin. Don't you know that while we were enemies, he loved us and pursued us? We were born out of our mother's womb enemies of God, sinners in need of a Savior. I'm no different and neither are you than anyone else out there than the criminal, the prostitute, the liar. We are all the same. We are sinners in need of a Savior. Thanks be to God that he sent his son to rescue us. He gave his son, our beautiful Savior, Jesus Christ, and he is the perfect expression of God's incomparable and steadfast love. Pastor, I need a, I need a burning bush experience. Well, I don't want to see a burning bush, and I'll bet you don't either. But come and hear the gospel. Come to the table and meet Jesus. Taste him. Receive his grace. Because it's there. Now, a little hard on us a bit ago, but you are part of that ministry that we have here, including Victory Outreach. Why? How? You help support them and supply a campus for them to meet. They're filling up the parking lot. They're going out to the least of these why? Well, because they came from the least of these. You've seen these men. And before we got to meet them, we might be afraid of them. But there's guys like Skyler. They're not scary. They're ambassadors to the living God. They're ambassadors of Jesus. You Pray for them. And you love them. Least of these? We are the least of these. And yet he still chose you. How wonderful it is to be given the power to be called the children of the living God. How wonderful it is that through our baptism that Christ his righteousness became our righteousness. We are clothed in him, just like that beautiful robe that the father came out to that son that went wayward and he wrapped him around in it. You are clothed in a robe of righteousness. And you didn't do anything for it. Did you choose him? He chose you. Jesus is our Sabbath rest. We can, we can work on a Saturday. We can worship on a Saturday. We can 
worship on a Sunday, there are some factions that think that we're doing the devil's work today by worshiping on Sunday. Oh, wicked, wicked. That's Satan getting in there like, well, you know, you didn't dot your I and cross your T. No salvation for you, right? No. Jesus came. Jesus is the above the law. Jesus is Lord. And he says, which of you wouldn't get your donkey or a child out of a well that fell in during the Sabbath? Come on, guys. We need to keep the main thing the main thing, and that is we need to rely, take comfort in our baptism. We need to rely that everything that needed to be done was done on that cross by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. There is the rest. i got to be busy. Martha, Martha, Martha. No. Just receive the good food, the foretaste of the Sabbath rest that's coming forever and ever face-to-face with Jesus. Just receive. Stop worrying about working. Stop worrying about what others will think. Go out and love your neighbor. That's all he allows and all he wants for us to be as ambassadors to him. In the name of Jesus, amen.